The Lord's Prayer. When you pray, use not vain repetition as the heathen do. For your Father knows what things you have need of before you ask Him. After this manner, therefore, pray you. Matthew 6 8,9. The Lord's disciples asked Him to teach them to pray. He responded with the above verse and will now give His disciples the foundation for all prayer. In the verses that follow, the Lord is giving an example of what the basic structure of all prayer should be, a model or pattern. Also, we should pray with the belief that God will hear our prayers and answer according to His will. The Lord continues here with Our Father. We should pray always to the Father, not to Jesus or the Holy Spirit. Our help comes from heaven through the Father. We have a relationship with Him by our faith in Jesus and the work He accomplished at the cross. Who is in heaven? Hallowed be your name. As has been mentioned, our help comes from heaven and not from anything here on earth. The word hallowed means greatly revered and honored. We show reverence and honor towards our Father, for He is our great and loving God. Your kingdom come. We are to pray that the kingdom of God will come. We are told by Christ that, when seeking God's blessings for our life, we are to, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and His righteousness, and all these things, all that we need, will be added unto you. God's kingdom is within us now, but will definitely come to the whole world at the second coming of Christ. Your will be done in earth, as it is in heaven. The Lord's will and not ours. The Lord's will for this world is not being accomplished at this time but will be when the kingdom comes at Christ's return. Then, all the wrongs will be made right and all the suffering will end. Give us this day our daily bread. Our spiritual and material needs are met by the Lord. He watches over and cares for us in all matters. As Jesus said in the introductory verse, Your Father knows what things you have need of before you ask. All the Lord provides for us comes by way of, and because of, the great sacrifice of the Lord on the cross. And forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. The Father is a just God and cannot forgive sin without the sin penalty being paid. A sinless substitute needed to be found to pay the price. The only one qualified to do this was the incarnate God-slash-man Jesus Christ. He paid the price for our sin that we might be forgiven. John the Baptist said this of him, Behold the Lamb of God which takes away the sin of the world. The Lord has forgiven us much. Because we have been forgiven much, the Lord requires that we extend forgiveness to others. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. We are to ask the Lord to help us to not be led into temptation. In our own strength, we will surely fail. Temptation is the devil's bait to lead us into evil. The Lord, through the Holy Spirit, as we place our faith in Christ and Him crucified, will keep us from evil. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For yours is the kingdom. This last section of the prayer is called the doxology meaning, praise to God. We praise God for who He is and from whom all blessings flow. Praising God is one of the highest forms of worship. We want God's kingdom to prevail on earth. The earth is the Lord's. And the power. The Spirit and the power of God are how everything is accomplished. Nothing can be done for the Lord without God's Spirit and power. Jesus said this after His resurrection, All power is given unto me, by the Father, in heaven and in earth. This power includes the power to enable us to walk out this life by faith in the cross. Corinthians says, Christ the power and wisdom of God. Our faith in Christ and Him crucified enables the Holy Spirit to work powerfully in our lives. And the glory. Psalm 72 9 says, Blessed be His glorious name forever, may the whole earth be filled with His glory. Amen and Amen. The glory of the Father can be clearly seen through the Son. Hebrews says this regarding Jesus, The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of His nature, upholding all things by His powerful Word. 
Unto Him be the glory for He has done great and mighty things for us. Forever. The above will come to fruition and will never change. Psalm 119:89 says, Forever, O Lord, Your Word is settled in heaven. In the coming time, the will of the Father will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Of this, we can be sure. Amen. The word Amen is a statement of affirmation and means so be it. Although the words in Jesus' name is not part of this prayer, we can see that faith in the Lord and His great work are. A personal relationship with God was foreign to those in the Old Testament. Calling the Most High God our Father was not part of the Old Testament believer's understanding. Jesus opened this understanding up to His followers, and it can only be prayed aright by those who have placed their faith in Christ. The Word says, But as many as received Him, Jesus, to them gave He power to become sons, and daughters, of God. Also, as we have said, God's provision, protection, and forgiveness are all due to what the Lord accomplished at Calvary. You might say, the Lord's Prayer looked forward to the atoning work of Calvary. When you think about it, all that we pray, we pray in light of the Lord's great work on the cross. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Psalm 46 1. The eternal God is thy refuge, and underneath are the everlasting. Deuteronomy 33 27. Follow to receive email notifications of future articles. Tom Quinn Ministries, TakiMinistries.com 2021